welcome to uh, Good Food Fellas. Our new show, right? The Good Food Fellas. We're going to have one of our dream guests role. And finally, Christina Totsi. And she's in New York, just like us. Yes. Thank you for stopping by. So sweet. I'm so excited to be with you guys. Yeah, um, You're here to promote uh, Bake Squad Season 2. I love Season 1. Um, what, what what came up to you season two? I was happy you got, you got a new um, season out of it. You know, season two, we're like turning up the temperature, basically. Um, season one was such a blast, like getting to see the different, connect with different people, help them celebrate these incredible humans in their lives across so many different occasions. I'm such a big fan in general of like pushing the boundaries and challenging like who is worthy of being celebrated and how you celebrate them. And that is what Bake Squad, the squad does best in season one. You know, in season two, I think our enthusiasm and excitement was about getting to reach more people. One, getting to show up for more incredible people in their big moments um, and shining a light on them, which is my favorite part about what dessert does, but then also getting to reach more people across America that are watching and just sort of inspiring them in the kitchen, inspiring how they think about showing up for their loved ones that are doing incredible things in life. So for me, it's, I get to check a few different boxes, but I'm so, so, so excited for everyone to get to be a part of season two and witness the incredible desserts that our four bakers come up with across our eight different celebration episodes. Christina, we're huge fans of Netflix here. So we're so happy that they put on season two. Speaking of your co-host and co-stars there, a few words about each one of them and what you love about them and what makes them special and how you came to get them. Uh, Maya Camille, I mean, let's just start with her. She, I think the, the funniest part about Bake Squad for me is at home, you get to watch all of these marvelous points of inspiration and ideas really come to life through each of these bakers' imaginations, their stations, their ovens, etc. Maya Camille, what you can't witness in Maya Camille's creations is how insanely delicious. I wish there was like a way to reach out and feed everyone a bite of everything that comes off Maya Camille station. Because for me, that was my entry point into knowing Maya Camille years ago, into loving, uh, into loving what she does, to be so motivated and inspired, even at Milk Bar, by what she does. It for her, it always starts with this very just like guttural flavor. She speaks to you through the flavors, and then obviously she she blows it way out in terms of idea and ideation and execution. Um, she is she is a baker first and foremost before anything else so for me maya camille the baker is all about flavor and then drawing those flavors up you know exponentially into these massive creations christoph right like my hilarious french pastry chef um but you know what i love about christoph is he dreams in multi-mediums, right? He dreams across sugar and baked goods. He dreams across French pastries, pastries all across the world. He's not afraid to dream in chocolate terms, et cetera, et cetera. He's very bold and fearless in a way that is so um, specifically Kristoff. 
He has a sense of humor to it. And I love that there's a whim to Kristoff, which uh, I think just really drives his creations and his creativity forward. You've got Ashley, my queen of cakes, right? Like the way that Ashley's brain works in both flavor, but in architecture. How do I take this idea and then turn it into this one of a kind dynamic creation structure? You'll see her in season two play far beyond cake, which is really exciting as well. Her imagination works in these really big, bold, beautiful ways, cake and beyond queen of cakes first and foremost, but she's really the way her imagination blows up into shapes and then how she manifested through the lens of dessert is for me best in class. And then of course there's Gonzo. I mean, our chocolatier through and through, but don't be mistaken, Gonzo is more than a chocolatier and he will show that time and time again, but also his medium that he that he dreams and brings to life best is chocolate and watching the incredible construction that he brings to life across eight episodes in season two of bake squad it leaves you speechless like you, you start to stutter everything goes silent and then you see gonzo bring his idea to life and i mean his station always you can always snack on chocolate. It always smells like chocolate. There's always a chocolate component. Um, but for me, it's about the individual bakers of Bake Squad, but it's also about the way they come together, right? Like the way that they, I think, tease each other, challenge each other, compete against one another. But at the end of the day, we are a squad and the way that we support and show up for one another and inspire one another. I think that's the bit of Bake Squad that's really powerful as well, just from a group of bakers that are showing up to do good in the world. Um, I think the competitive spirit is an important part of, of being uh, successful in what you do in anything in life, but also remembering that everyone wins together. And I think that's the, the dynamo that you see across these four incredible bakers that I've handpicked to be a part of the squad. What I love about season two, too, you're like the baking Yoda. When something goes wrong, they want to give up, but you come in and say, here's a solution, and it works. I mean, being in this business for as long as I've been, almost 25 years, which is crazy to say, have an age today, um, you learn to roll with the punches, right? Like, they're when you choose to approach every day in the kitchen with this go big mentality, you have to acknowledge that you know, nothing's perfect and no one's perfect. And when you take bold risks, you're going to have setbacks. And so learning to be unafraid to push and to dream beyond what's possible, and then learning to deal with things not going to plan, that for me is the secret sauce. I mean, so much of what we've done at Milk Bar even is some of our best recipes are born out of failed creations. And I think just that reminder time and time again, you need someone to champion you in your daily pursuits, especially in the Bake Squad kitchen, at Bake Squad HQ. And um, I, hope, I hope that that's something that I get to give the bakers and that I get to give anyone at home, right? Like go big, pursue what you're going after with all your might. And when things don't go your way, just know that's part of the process. Pick yourself up, find a new way, and look at that as an opportunity as opposed to a failure. Christina, speaking to HQ, so the production value is unbelievable. So old school obviously works such good energy with you. 
the walk-in's amazing. The setups are amazing. <laughs> it's just beautifully shot as well. How does it feel to be with such a professional group? Because you've been with professional chefs all your life as well. I, I mean, it, it's such a great call, Roland. I mean, high tides rise all ships, right? Like, like Bake Squad would not be possible if we didn't have one incredible people calling me up asking for Bake Squad to show up. It wouldn't be possible without incredible bakers. But you are right. It wouldn't be possible without incredible like filmmakers and storytellers that are capturing what's happening in real life that give us this opportunity. The walk-ins are insane. They are incredible. They're the best place to go and snack, right? The, the teams that support us bringing what we bring episode in and episode out of Big Squad to Life are incredible between Robin Ashbrook and Yasmin Shackleton of Old School and Ivan, the director, like everyone has the same passion and the same vision and the same pursuit. And I mean, that's what makes a great team a great team. It's what makes an ordinary team extraordinary. And that's exactly what we have at Big Squad. In season two, I was able to binge watch it early. How was it? Uh, what, what wowed you? I mean, there's so many wow moments from the firehouse to the piano to the globe. Was there, was there one particular, even, even the chocolate box that Gonzo yeah. made was incredible. But that's such a good question. God, what wowed me? For me, the like just the daily pursuit of you know, you come in every day, there's a new challenge, there's new opportunity to create um the dynamo the 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 differentiation of the ideas that come out of each of the bakers um i really 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 loved the there's an 80s episode um like an appreciation 80s episode where i think watching us all tap into nostalgia and bring it through a lens as um professional bakers I think we got a lot of really incredible wow moments there. Um, and I think more than anything in across the eight episodes, every single baker pushed out of their comfort zone. I mean, they're great in their comfort zone, right? Like it's their literal sweet spot, but they push out of their comfort zone and they give these incredible people looking to show up and celebrate these moments that, even I, I mean, I champion every single one of them and their ideas. Even I wasn't sure possible. And that that for me is the best part of, of waking up and going to, to Bake Squad HQ. Um, is that are we gonna make are we gonna be able to make the impossible possible today? And across every single episode, I mean you've already binge watched them, so you know. I don't want to give away any of like I don't, I don't give too to much detail away, but it just really taste, is taste, a roller coaster. <laughs> it's a roller, just a taste, pun intended. It's a roller coaster in all the best ways. It, it, it seemed like they pushed Ashley too, because they, they're all dipping their toes into the cakes. I mean, they're all kind of coming for each other's mediums, yeah. which I also love, right? Like that is a healthy state. You never want to be complacent as a chef and you want to be challenged no matter how uncomfortable, right? Like growth happens outside of our comfort zone. And I mean, I've always grown the most in my career when I had people pushing me. Um, and so 
And I like to be pushy, right? Like that, it's the same thing of like, you gotta do more, you gotta go bigger. They're coming after you. You have to, you kind of have to like plant that seed into each of their brains, but you're absolutely right. I mean, there's some moments where people are coming after Chris, or people are coming after Gonzo and Chocolate Land or people coming after Maya Camille and Baked Good Land and, 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 but that's what makes it so special, right? Because we just keep raising the bar on ourselves and on one another. Christina, what I love about this reality TV is that real people and you're helping them out with their dreams and what they want their special days or day to be or maybe family member. How important is that for you to make it real? And how incredible were the people that you actually got to be beneficiaries? I mean, that's what it's all about. For me, Bake Squad exists to show up for real people in the world for real moments. And they're moments that would largely go unspoken, right? It's shining a light on someone that doesn't want to be in the spotlight, but that absolutely deserves to be seen and known and celebrated and taken care of, right? Like who takes care of the people that take care of others? We think about that day in and day out at Milk Bar and and getting to show up at Bake Squad HQ every day and do that in real terms, in real life is phenomenal. Like it, it's, it's the dream of a lifetime, right? Like I'll come home every night and tell my husband about it. And it just, it feels like you don't even need to sleep in between the days because the ways in which we get fed emotionally, working our tails off to show up for these moments is something, and there's something just beautiful and powerful about dessert, right? Like if you strip it down, it's not a required, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's not, you know, it's not a basic food group. Dessert is an opt-in course. And there's something powerful about it because it has a way of showing up in these moments, in big bright moments, when dessert shows up, it truly marks a moment. And getting to be a part of these people's lives is is, is that's the best part of the job for all five of us. For me, for every single baker, whether it's their dessert that shows up or not, knowing that they were part of that raising the bar moment for the dessert that does get to show up, uh, it, it it's absolutely the honor of a lifetime. Um, you being uh, the the god of cookies, what's your favorite cookie smell? Goddess, goddess. <laughs> My favorite cookie smell. That's a really good question. Or in your house that reminds you of in childhood, or the one that comforts you. It is the smell of of butter browning, right? Whether you're brown, literally browning butter in a pan, whether you're baking a batch of like chocolate chip cookies just till they're golden brown on the outside. It is that very, very, very simple, but <laughs> indulgent smell that like makes your whole home smell like bakery heaven. Like I can tell, I mean, you'll love, I'll walk into, I'll walk into like the milk bar kitchen, our New York city flagship, and I'll be able to tell immediately whether that butter smell is like because double chocolate cake came out of the oven or chocolate chip cake came out of the oven or the cornflake chocolate chip marshmallow cookie just came out of the oven. But it is that smell of butter melting, starting to brown and caramelize across any flavor profile. For me, that is just like, it just stops me in my tracks, close my eyes, take a deep breath in and just know that everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Christine, I think you're making us melt right yeah. now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we live in New York. I go to the milk bar a lot. 
biggest supporter and fan. I, I love it. I mean, I get my birthday cakes every year. I was going to say, what's your move? What's your order? Or do you try something different every time? I do the from the cookies, the compost, to the cake balls, to the cake. Even though it's not my birthday, I don't care. I still eat that's the, the whole point, right? Like that's what Big Squad's all about. It doesn't have to be your birthday. <laughs> Even the crack pie is beyond amazing. We have I mean, a pancake cake on the menu right now. Which one? We have a pancake cake on the menu right now, which is, I mean, just if you need an excuse to eat cake for breakfast, we got you. And then we have some really cool stuff coming out in advance of like Valentine's Day, but really just an excuse to innovate in a really incredible, actually your question of the like, what's my favorite smell in the kitchen? It's basically like a soft serve that can also be a Sunday that's coming on the menu in a week or two that really embodies for me that buttery, brown buttery, caramelized smell, but in the form of soft serve and a Sunday. So watch out. I got you. And then also you created, I call it the best drink ever, the um, cereal milk. Uh, so <laughs> simple. You know, you can get cereal milk ice cream in the aisles of the grocery store now. That is like my oh, greatest... I have access to it all the time, but I still buy it at the grocery store. We made these hard pack um, ice creams uh, and the best selling flavor. I was like, are people going to get it in the aisles of the grocery store? Is it just within our bakeries? And the best selling flavor still is cereal milk. You get the little cornflake crunchy swirl in it as well. But like, why does that just make us feel so like safe and happy and known and seen any time of the day or night? I don't know. It just reminds us of kids and watching Saturday morning cartoons almost. Yeah, exactly. In the nicest way, it's the happiest ending ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Christine, I want to ask you, uh, we, you all and I did, did the show for, we've done hundreds of these shows. So again, you're one of our dream guests. So I have to ask you this. Um, how important is a show like yours to help the pastry dessert industry because we love restaurants we love going out a lot of times people say oh pastry is not important pastry mm -hmm. chefs no longer exist in restaurants because regular chefs could do that kind of thing at the end i think this you know shows like yourself that you're putting on uh, saves pastry thank you that's so sweet it you know dessert we have seen this incredible evolution of dessert in the past five years, even in the past 10 years, right? You see a lot more dessert shops opening up. You see the occasion of eating, of going for dessert, of eating dessert, something that you think about to your point that goes far beyond just ordering dessert at a restaurant after you eat. By the way, there are plenty of incredible restaurants that still have incredible pastry chefs and incredible dessert menus. But I think sh having the opportunity, right? Like you think about Netflix support of Bake Squad, like being given the opportunity by Netflix to get to shine a light on dessert and the craftsmanship, the creativity, but also just like the magic, the way it makes us feel, um, what it does for good in the world. It, it does, it helps bolster the industry. I think it also helps shine a light on incredible talent like Maya Camille and Ashley and Gonzo and Kristoff, folks that, you know, the tricky part about like, you know, maybe what Kristoff does is you can't order a sugar sculpture, you know, online, but you can witness it and have an appreciation for it and think about dessert and how you incorporate it into your life or how it shows up for you in these magical moments in ways that we wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity. So it really is. I think we're both fortunate. It's something that I'm a really big believer in to your point of like, continuing to put 
the art form, but also like the emotion of dessert forward for good because we don't need it in the world, right? Like the world it keeps moving faster. It's kind of a strange, scary, unknown place, depending on how you're feeling in a given day. And I think the best part about dessert is it's always been around. Uh, it exists in every culture and there's a really special sacred place for it in all of our lives. And, and the more we get to recognize that, um, the better, especially for pastry chefs like the five of us. I'm looking forward. It looks like Milk Bar is creeping to almost 15 years of, uh, around. That's right. This November. Are you looking for something, again, throw something big like a. Oh, we invited to your party. That's what I mean, about. guys, if we throw <laughs> a party, uh, look, 100%, <laughs> the, invite, the invites are coming. We're trying to figure out what to do, right? Like, what do you do? I, uh, this is where I'm not the best as like the person that drives the business and the business forward. My favorite thing to do on my own birthday is to like disappear. You know what I mean? Like be quiet, sit at home, eat some cookie dough, like just sort of, uh, just exist without any, any big fanfare. But I mean, this neon sign has been at it for 15 years and how do you commemorate that? I don't know. Maybe I need to call Bake Squad. <laughs> but if there's a party, you guys are definitely getting an invite. Thank <laughs> you. For Christmas, I give everybody all about cookies, your cookbook. It's an amazing cookbook, too. For Thank if you have sweet tooth. Not only that, though, there's bars. There's so much more in there. Yeah, and I mean, all about cookies, uh, our newest cookbook. I wrote it. I started writing it before the pandemic did a lot of had a, had a lot of time to recipe test and stuff like that but my real intention was to shine a deeper light we talk we're talking about dessert right the power of dessert in all of its big ways and small ways and i really wanted this book to shine a light on i think what we probably underestimate as being the most powerful unsung hero of the dessert world, the cookie. And a lot of times we think about cookies, cut out cookies or a drop cookie or what have you. And we think about them in like the most simple nostalgic forms, which are super powerful, oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, y'all know me, my, my creative brain just takes off sprinting and what is a cookie and what can be a cookie and how do you bring a cookie to life and how do you shine a light on it? And it, there's infinite possibility in what a cookie can be. And I love that a cookie is, has such a low barrier to entry. It's something that is easy to execute. It's shareable, but there's so much of you and your creative spirit you can put into it. And that really, that's what the book's all about in all of its different forms. Cookies that know how to party. <laughs> cookies, you know, breakfast cookies, savory cookies, sweet cookies, dense and fudgy snaps, the cookies that kind of get layered almost like a layer cake and then enrobed in chocolate. There's so many different places you could take it. So thank you for the support. And I hope that you have received many batches of cookies uh, as thank yous for giving those cookbooks out this holiday I'll season. I say to everybody, if I have your cookie, I'm not sharing it with anybody. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I slap his hand. He ain't lying. <laughs> Christine, I have to ask you, since we're on a um, topic of cookies, how important is Cookies for Kids Cancer for you? Because we met at plenty of those uh, galas and you are so instrumental in that. Uh, I was actually just thinking about cookies for kids cancer as I was walking to the bakery this morning. It, you know, it's such a powerful charity. It's a charity that hundred percent of the proceeds that we raise at cookies for kids cancer go directly to support pediatric cancer research. 
I think so much about why I know cookies, why I love cookies, why I am where I am today. And so much of it is based on the nostalgia, the moments, the memories, the experiences, the flavors of my childhood. And when I met Gretchen Holt and Larry Witt, the husband and wife team behind Cookies for Kids Cancer, just started learning about some of the facts of they, they lost their son Liam um, when he was six, seven years old to uh, to cancer and so little funding, cancer funding goes to pediatric cancer research. Um, I mean, it, it is a it is a tragedy to lose anyone to cancer, but the idea that we could do such great work as bakers to show up and support more of that pediatric cancer research to protect, to make space for, to fight against the reality that some children don't have the opportunity to create nostalgia because they are burdened with this disease so early on. Um, and I think it really does sort of go into this, like the power of a cookie, right? Like I wrote this book that came out last early last year called dessert can save the world. Like the truly the power of a cookie in all of its forms and what it can do. And cookies for kids cancer is such an incredible example of that, right? Like we have raised millions and millions of dollars over the past years through, through bake sales, through cookies, through feeding people these little moments and bites um, of delight and asking them to join us in this pursuit. It, it's pretty incredible. Well, uh, thank you for stopping by. Good food, fellas. Season two, The Bake Squad is out now. See it. If you missed season one, go back. You see them both, one and two. Absolutely. One right into each other. And mm -hmm. you're going to have a good time. You're going to learn a lot. And you're not going to sweat the technique because these folks know what they're doing. And <laughs> we're, we're sweating plenty for you. Yeah. Fellas, thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank and you. give Will two big Italian kisses for me too. On each side. I got yes. you. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Thank you, Christina.